When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Nation podcast. My name is Casanova. I'll be your host, and I'm excited to be bringing to you entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and trailblazers from around the world. Stay locked in with us because we're about to go on a journey that will change your life. Hey, Dream Builder, this episode is powered by Design Crowd. Design Crowd is a website that helps entrepreneurs, startups, and small businesses get creative and quality designs from custom logos to business cards and even web designs. There's a community of over 900,000 designers from all across the world that's ready to bring your idea to life in as little as ours. So head on over to designcrowd.com forward slash dream nation and see what all the hype is about. What's up, Dream Nation? We are back again. We have an episode with my brother who is going to be able to drop so many gems. I'm telling you, I met this man, what is this, a couple, probably about a month or so ago, right? We had a mutual introduction and uh, yeah. it was such a fire conversation. And so I know that you're heavy into not only personal development and networking, but also being able to to tell your story. So we're going to jump into all of that, but I always love, well, first off, you want to go ahead Justin, and say what's up to Dream Nation. Well, you know, you know, Casanova, I really appreciate you having me on. I mean, you lost your house, your job, your mom, you know, 12 months, and now here you are. So most people go, they go one way. Most people go the wrong way. You went the, the right way. And so I'm just just happy for you, man, because you get it at a very high level. And my, my entire life is talking to people at your level around the world. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on here and, and sharing. I always love to make sure I give the proper introduction. And the way that I do that is I compare us as entrepreneurs and <laughs> thought leaders, right, yep. to superheroes. And the reason yep. being is because we're constantly flying around the world. We're putting on our cape and we're trying to solve some of the world's biggest problems. So here's what we know. We know that there's a person out there called Superman and we know he has that S on his chest, but uh, we don't necessarily see a lot of the times the guy behind the scenes who's that Clark Kent. And so yeah. for that S on the chest and Superman that we know as Justin Breen, tell us behind that person, who is the Clark Kent? 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hero, superhero. So my mission is um, a connecting hero for every visionary, abundance, investment mindset, entrepreneur, and, and sharing their stories with the world. That's that's it. <laughs> that's that's who I am. It's what I do. Uh, you know, most importantly, I'm I'm an average to above average husband and a really good dad to my two uh, two sons. And uh, and so all this other stuff's whatever. But I'm a good, really good dad. That's what's up, man. Well, you know, obviously my kids mean the world to me. So I think that was part of the reason why we had synergy. But take yeah. us back to like the older days, because now I know, and we're going to tap into all of what you do, but take us back. Like, how did you get to this point? Has it always been easy for you? <laughs> um, you know, what what did what did your childhood look like for anybody to gain a better perspective of who you are? Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Always been easy. So any entrepreneur at the highest level, uh, I started my company three and a half years ago. And uh, uh, I have not met since then, I've talked to thousands of the world's top entrepreneurs. And uh, I have not met one that at the highest level that has not overcome at least one of the following four things. Most are two or three, some are all four. The all four ones are really successful. But here are the four things is one, uh, bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two, uh, depression, three, the highest level of anxiety you can imagine, and four, which is kind of what you asked me, is likely under possible traumatic experience as a child or young adult. So, I mean, you have to know down here to get up here. That's what I've seen. Um, and so, no, easy, easy. No, 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 no. It's easy now, but yeah, when you, to get to this level, you have to go through things that most people can't or won't do. So you can, hear my, my kids beating each other up in the background maybe, but, but, um, no, it's, it's entrepreneur life. And so I had a pretty good childhood, grew up in a pretty affluent area, but you know, my dad, my dad died when I was 13 and that left a, a profound effect on my life. And uh, that's why I'm such a good dad. Cause I know what it's like to not have a dad. And then, uh, my brother died, uh, when he was 29, he'd be 40 now. So he died of a, a drug overdose. Um, opioids so uh you know when you go through something like that i think you appreciate what you what you really have yeah no absolutely and i always say that adversity builds character right yeah. and and i think that anybody who once they get to know you they'll see that everything because we had a couple we had a very in-depth conversation right which which had a couple similarities amazing um, similarities yeah yeah a lot of similarities so um, for you right now, talk to me about what has been the most driving factor for why you do what you do every day. And tell us about this because you're in the world of being able to help other people tell their story. So what's been your driving factor? How did you get to this point? Thank you for asking that. Um, so someone asked me the other day who I work with, who I work with, right? So the answer is not a typical answer because I'm not a typical person, Um I'm just not, and uh, most entrepreneurs aren't. They're, well, all entrepreneurs are not typical, but so I only work with the top 0.1% of mindsets. Um, I'm sorry about the dings, but the I only work with them because those are the ones that um, create the companies and and the thinking and the ideas that actually employ the billions of people and inspire the billions of people. So by working with that 0.1% of mindset, no matter where they're located, no matter what they do, um, or no matter how big their companies are, then I actually help the world by doing that. Um, and so it's, I'm a 100% simplifier. I just hear all this 
stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I just turned it into patterns. That's all I do is I simplify things and turn, turn them into patterns. And so I only work with people with three attributes in their mindset, only three, only three. And so they are visionary abundance investment, visionary abundance investment. And so those people with those three attributes fit into only two buckets. There's only two buckets they fit into. One, they're running high six-figure to ten-figure businesses. They see their families whenever they want to, and they do what they like to do and what they're good at. Or they're going to be one of those people. They're not there yet, but they will because they have those three attributes. So it eliminates everything else. It eliminates everything. And so by focusing on that one type of person with that type of mindset, I'm actually changing their world. Got it. Got it. And so... When you think about why someone should be having, because you, to put it, I guess, plain and simple, you're in the PR world, right? So you're helping people, right. which is, you know, you help them strategize how to get their message out there in an effective and meaningful way. So right. why should people be looking to do PR? Because this was something that even for the last year, um, I didn't really know that how much impact that it could have on someone as to being able to get their message out there. So out of everything that you could have did, why did you decide that PR in itself was going to be the, the method that you use to try to help people get their message out? Yeah, so that's a good question. So you mentioned, you mentioned PR, right? So since I started my company... Um, Again, I'm a simplifier and I see patterns. That's all I do. And so I've talked to thousands of the top entrepreneurs in the world. And I started this with zero business background. I don't know what an S-Corp is still. I have, none of that matters. I just Now I have a global company that only works with that 0.1% of mindset. And so it's a simple formula for creating a successful global company. Here's the entire formula. You see a problem. You create solution to problem. Problem solved, successful global company. I'll say it again. You see a problem, you create solution to problem, problem solved, successful global company. So that's all I did in PR. I mean, PR firm, whatever you want to call it. I, I was a journalist for 20 years, created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. So saw a problem, created a solution, problem solved, successful global company. And that's all these entrepreneurs do. They just see a problem, they create a solution, they solve it, and successful global company. And so the problem that I help a lot of these folks solve or all of them really is they're tired of being the best secret out there. They have this great technology or written a great book or pivoted since COVID or running across the United States, whatever it is. And they want to be in media at a high level to create validity and credibility for the brand. So that's it. And so mm. my company solves that problem. That's all it does. Got it. And so when someone uh, if somebody else is looking at, you know, because you make it sound so easy, like that's it is. The, that's but the for thing. a lot of people, it's it's not that easy, right? And I get it, but for a lot of people, it's like okay, there's a lot of other factors behind it, right? It's like okay, I'm gonna solve a problem. I'm gonna let's see, let's use the PR world for example, right? Someone doesn't know, they say, okay, you know what? I want to be able to help somebody else not become the best kept secret. How exactly do I start to do that? What does that mean? Do I need to go work at a company for 20 years? Is there something that I could just start doing right now to be able to help people? If I wanted to get into PR, how would I? It's an interesting question. Um, if you had to do it all over again, how would you start up today? Yeah, I mean, so any high-level entrepreneur, if they're not exceptionally good at it or they don't like to do it, they outsource it or hire someone or they just don't do it so things that a trained monkey could do like install a light bulb or do a puzzle with their kids i'm basically incapable of doing that so i just don't do it um 
I would never try to do something myself that I'm not exceptionally good at or something that I really like to do. And so in terms of connecting people on a global level and getting people in news at the highest level, there are very few people in the world that are better at it than I am. Um, but I'm useless to society besides that and being a really good dad and average above average husband. So any top level entrepreneur became a top level entrepreneur by doing what they like to do and what they're good at. And they, they don't, they just focus on their superpowers. They focus on their Superman abilities. And so trying to do this yourself, no, 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 no. You hire someone to, you hire the best of the best to do it. So I started this company again with zero business back, nothing. I didn't know what a business was. I didn't know what an entrepreneur was. I didn't know what an LLC was. I didn't know yet I'd pay taxes four times a year. I just, I just know you, you do what you like to do and what you're good at. You raise your rates to weed out nonsense and uh, you join the best groups in the world. They're joining the best groups in the world because when you get in a room with people like that, you become someone like that. So I wouldn't have changed anything that I did. I had 20 years as a journalist, became a master of my craft. Just like anyone else who does anything, they, they learn a couple really good skills and then they, then they implement it into something else or you know, figure out a, a solution to the problem that annoyed them for 20 years in the business. Got it. So, but still though, there's somebody out there that's listening that says, okay, well, I'm a, I'm a great connector. I love to connect people. I love to try to get people into media. I want to feel that value. Where do I start at? Because that's, I feel like it's a lot of high level. And for somebody who's watching or listening right now, they still have the question in their head that you say like, hey, what's a simple solution? But everything's not simple, right? Because for a lot of people, they still haven't been able to take that step. So if we were to give them something tactical that they could start implementing, what would that thing be or the steps be? People with the three attributes in their mindset, they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't try to do that. They just wouldn't do it. Forbes just did a big article on me about how I built a global network, not a pay for play nonsense thing. They did a nice article, which is fine. And I really appreciate it. And so maybe I can answer it like this. To get my first five clients, I reached out to 5,000 people. So one out of 1,000 said yes, 999 no's for every one yes. And uh, that's entrepreneur life. So if you can't handle that, don't, don't, don't do this. But, but you know, the, the key is, is that, that you talk to a lot of people. And then what happens is you find out who understands you. More importantly, who doesn't understand you. And then, you know, the people that do understand you, again, in my case, the people that understand me are the top level thinkers in the world to become, they're, they're hard to find at first. They're really hard to find because most people don't think like this. They just don't. And, but when you find two, then two becomes four because these people have that mindset and they want to introduce you to more people like that. So four becomes eight, eight becomes a hundred, hundred becomes a thousand, a thousand becomes 10,000, whatever it is. And my company's now tens of thousands of those people at the very highest level, but it didn't didn't just magically happen. You had to, you know, put in the work, put in the work to find the right people, find the people with your mindset, whoever that wants to be. Um, and it's interesting because I don't, I don't sell anything. I barely talk about what I do unless someone asks. I haven't done outbound sales or any of that funnel garbage in years because I just work with this type of person, create value for them. It leads to this. I hang out with this type of people, the highest level, it leads to this. So I'm constantly getting intros to companies around the world that want to hire my firm because I have the right mindset, which attract, attracts the right network, which creates the right opportunity. I'll say that again. The 
have the right mindset, creates the right network, creates the right opportunity. So it really is that it's that simple. You got to put in the work to do it, but that's that's what it is. All this other stuff's just landing the plane. If you have the right mindset, it will attract the right network and that will create the right opportunities. I love it, man. So talk to me about uh, the value in networking, because for you, you've been you've been a connector. We got connected. Right. And, and it's been great. But you're also a part of a lot of different groups. Right. Yeah. That are focused on networking and, and providing value to other people. And I think for a lot of people, that's the thing that we're getting away from. Um, at least we shouldn't be. But it is the thing because now with the social distancing and people are trying to figure out now how to pivot and how to still be aligned with building connections and relationships. So for you, what has been that thing since you're so much of a networker and probably in person networker? How have you been able to pivot in these times um, and, and continue to keep that high level connection? Yeah, so people with the right mindset, since COVID, this has been the greatest opportunity ever, by far. Um, so before COVID started, I, I called 2020 global growth. So every day, five times a day, I say global growth, global growth. Global. And uh, so that was before COVID, every day since January 1st. And I have clients around the world. I'm in three of the top entrepreneurial organizations in the world. I talk to more people in Australia than I do in Chicago. Um, my company's in the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, even though I'm not Canadian. I just like Canadians, so in the Canadian Chamber of Commerce. And again, right mindset creates you know, right network, right opportunities. And so, you know, it's, it's again, it's very simple. It's very simple. And um, I just want to attract people that understand me. And I'm very intentional with how I talk. Very intentional because it's a magnet. It's a, it's a magnet for attracting people that actually understand what the hell I'm talking about and it repels everyone else because the people that don't understand it, they don't have those three attributes in their mindset. But the ones that do, they get it at a very high level and they reach out to me. And so you asked about the groups, um, the three I'm in currently that I really spend a lot of time in is one is Strategic Coach. It's a top entrepreneurial group in the world. I'm very confident saying that any high-level entrepreneur has either been in it, is in it, or has heard of it. It was started by Dan Sullivan, who's the top entrepreneurial coach probably who's ever lived. Again, I'm very confident saying that. Um, so I spent a lot of time in that. Um, also an entrepreneur's organization on the board of EO Chicago. So I don't care about revenue at all. It's meaningless to me. But but um, there's 14,000 members on a global level. Average revenue per company members, 5 million U.S. So there's very serious people in that. And then I just joined Abundance 360. So 99% of the folks in there are running $10 million to $10 billion businesses. Um, these are the smartest people on the planet. And uh, they let me in there because, one, I made the investment to be there. And, two, my mindset and networker at that level, if not beyond. So that's what I mean. If you're in the right room, you just you just everyone rises together. There's no competition. There's no what do you cost, none of that nonsense. It's all collaborative. And uh, so that's where all my friends are. They're in, in those rooms where they want to be in those rooms. Hey, Dream Builder, if you're anything like me, you have no idea how to come up with a quality logo or even a creative design. You know that quality is important, but it's not always the easiest to nail down, right? That's where Design Crowd comes in. Whether it's a logo, a website, book cover, or even a social media ad, they have a community of over 900,000 professional designers around the world ready to help solve your creative problem. Head on over to designcrowd.com forward slash dream nation to learn more. And just for being a part of the dream nation tribe, 
you're going to receive a special VIP offer when you sign up of up to $150 credit. Now, instead of waiting weeks for an agency to pitch you an idea, you'll be able to get a design of exactly what you need within just three days. So again, head on over to designcrowd.com forward slash dream nation and check it out. Love it, man. Um, so talk to me. One thing you just said, you know, now your, your company's, you know, thousands of people. How right. have you, obviously it takes, a, you have to develop to be a leader, to be able to employ even more than, you know, five people, 10 people. That's one of the hardest things about owning businesses and doing what you love and doing what you love is the easy part, yep. right? And maybe not knowing, but definitely doing what you love is the easy part. But now being able to have a vision and cultivate other leaders around you has never been easy. How have you been able to do that? you know, to, to show other people what your vision is and then get them to act into it? So that's a real good question because you said the key word leader. I am not a manager. I can barely take care of myself. Um, uh, not a manager. Difference between, Big difference between a manager, that's someone who hires people, a COO, all that stuff. That's just landing the plane stuff. I'm, I'm a leader, uh, a very, very good one. Um, and so my company's tens of thousands of people. So that's tens of thousands of people in my network. So I have a few freelance writers that do some of the stories, but my company is really the team is that network that keeps growing. And uh, managing people, no, 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 that's not. So I'm on a mission to find the, the person who can do all that, which will be fine. Um, but you, I think you hit it really, really hard to be in a good way. Is that it's having that vision. It's having that vision. And again, that's why I'm so intentional with how I talk because it just magnetizes all these other leaders because any top level leader thinks exactly like I do because I've talked to thousands of them and they all think like this. And I'm in a room with thousands of them in those three organizations and they all think like this. And so that's how I think. Hmm. You know, uh, is there anything that like you, you seem so cool, calm, collected whenever you speak. And so somebody else seeing that, they would think that like maybe he has it all figured out. Right? <laughs> and, 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 so so talk to me. Do do you ever still have fears you, or you're just like, hey, you're like what's going to happen is going to happen? Like what does that look like, especially when you're surrounding yourself where with people where you can often feel like you're not the smartest person in the room, yeah, which right. for anybody like who knows dumb. it. I was going to say, for anybody who knows it, they understand that that's a great problem to have. That's but does that problem. come with fears or is it like, no, I'm supposed to be here? Right. So, okay, that's a good question. And I will answer that. Um, I love being the dumbest person in the room. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I have nothing to learn then. Um, nothing to learn. And so Abundance 360, we were on uh, a call the other day. I'll tell you two things about Abundance 360 because this is the type of room I'm in. We had the top geneticist in the world. He's a Harvard guy. And uh, the technology is coming very soon to allow people to live to 200, 250 years, if not forever. So that it's not pie in the sky. This will be happening. Okay. So I like being in a room with that knowledge because I like being the dumbest person in the room. Two, they're having a big convention. Half of it's in person. I'm, I'm not going. Um, not going. But so the virtual one, they're sending us these Oculus VR glasses. The whole convention is going to be in virtual reality. So nobody's doing that, but I like to be on the, I like walking on the moon, being the first to do this kind of stuff because I like being in the room and I like being the dumbest person in the room. But fear, I mean, entrepreneur life, you either do this or you don't. There are no excuses. 
And most people can't do this. They let their they let the fear that most people are not meant to be entrepreneurs. They're you're either born like this or you're not. Um, most people are not born like this, which is fine. But what you can do, if you are born like this, is work on your mindset. You can work on that every day. Some people like you know lift weights or whatever, or, you know whatever they do. I just do that to my brain. I just treat my brain like a muscle. So I'm building it every day, because when you have the right mindset, it creates the right network and creates the right opportunities. And so that's why I say that constantly, one, because it's true, and two, because I just reinforce it in my mindset. And um, you know, the conversations I have now, you know, I was talking to a guy, his average real estate deals, 50 million, whatever. It's, he's, he built his company from nothing, 50 million. Talking to a producer for two, the, two of the most famous people in the world. I was talking to their producer this week, probably be a client soon. Why? Because the one commonality between the top entertainer, the top real estate person, the top athlete, there's only one commonality. It's their mindset. That's all it is. All this other stuff, whatever. But if they have the right mindset, they never give up. They don't let fear get in the way. They just get stuff done. They just execute. They get results. And um, so that's 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 the tactical. That's the step by step. Go ahead, say that again. That's the, what are the four traits to having the perfect mindset? Well, the three are abundance, visionary investment. Abundance, visionary investment, because they only fit into those two groups. You know, again, most people are not, most even most entrepreneurs are not, not like this, by the way. Most entrepreneurs are not like this. So strategic coach, which I'm in, it's designed for one out of every 400 entrepreneurs, not one out of 400 people. One out of 400 entrepreneurs, so maybe one out of 3,000 people, maybe, maybe one out of 4,000. But this is all it is. There's no difference between Michael Jordan. He had multiple coaches. I talked to Lance Armstrong's and Tiger Woods' coach. He's probably going to be a client. You know, the greatest, the greatest of the greats, they, they have this mindset, and they have, they're in the room with the right people with that mindset. That's it. And so, like, all this other stuff is just landing the plane. That's all it is, is landing the plane. And so, um, I appreciate you asking that because it, that's all this is, man. That's all it is. And so, how did I build a company from nothing with zero business background? This is how I did it. And this is how everybody else does it, too. Everyone in my network, they just, they just attract the right people. And that creates the right opportunities. I love it, man. For anybody who's watching this right now and they say, it seems like, again, he has it all figured out now. It. He's still developing. <laughs> I wasn't always like this. <laughs> <laughs> but if we could go back and always love to ask the question um, that if there was one thing, knowing that you're wiser now than you've ever been, um, if there was one thing that you wish that you could have changed on your journey or that you wish that you would have implemented sooner mm. to accelerate your path Great on question. your journey to where you are now, what would that one thing be? Well, that's a tremendous question. It's one of the better questions that I've been asked, and I do a lot of media. So kudos to you for asking that. Um, I wouldn't change a lot because I'm, I just like to get results and I get stuff done. Um, but what I'm always learning, and I learn something every day, is time vampires. Time vampires is my biggest annoyance. People that... They talk and then they 
They just talk. They never actually do anything. And so I've gotten a lot better about being very direct about that, but I can always be better. Um, because people, they will take advantage of you with talk and waste your time. And I don't have time to waste time. And uh, so that's something I work on every day. Love it. Love it. I don't have time to waste time. I, I love that. I got to put that Oops. in my quote book. Go for I'll it, man. Sure. What's up? Go for it. Right. I got to make sure. I'll give you the shout out next time somebody hears that. Say, <laughs> one of my brothers, I don't have time to waste time. No, I, I love it. So, man, that's I love the point that you said that because I think for a lot of us, we one, we don't really acknowledge the time that we are wasting, but two, we don't feel like we're worthy enough to be protective of our time until we get oh, to a right. maturity level that's like, wow, like my time is very valuable. If you ask the average 25-year-old person, what's your time worth? And granted, maybe they're not there yet, but even right. if they are, if they've gotten, you know, um, I guess if they've inherited a six-figure business or a seven-figure business and, and you say, hey, you're now the leader of 20, 30, 100 people, like you got to act like it, but they still don't see their time as being something that's so valuable. And it's not until you sort of hit that certain point in life, maybe it's after you get multiple kids or I don't know what it is that where you're just like, no, like there's so much more to this and I have to be protective of my time and my energy. Those are the only two things that I really, like a lot of times you can't even get back your energy because once you've said something or done something that you didn't really mean to do, you can't take that back, right? Because it's how you made someone else feel and and then the time is the other thing you can never get back. So I'm glad that you brought that part up and that's something that even myself, I wish that I would have, you know, really figured that out sooner. So thanks again for bringing that up. For anybody who still has this little voice in their head as they're listening to you <laughs> that we all have it in some way or form or, or, or shape. We all have it. And that little voice says that they're not strong enough. They're not smart enough, or maybe they just don't have enough resources to be able to do what you've done, but they inspire uh, or they are inspired by you and they aspire to, to really reach the levels that you have. What's that one thing that you would leave this person with to get them to just take action? People with the right mindset make the investment. People with the wrong mindset make excuses. There are no excuses. You either do this or you don't. You either get it done or you don't. So my father was 61 when I was born. He was a soldier in World War II. Fought in the deadliest battle, Battle of Hurricane Forest. He kept a diary of it. I don't know how he did it, but he did. And so I write exactly like him. I found that diary after he died. I write exactly like him. Boom, 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 boom. He's actually a much better writer than me. He's a beautiful writer. He's just beautiful. And uh, it's an amazing diary. There's no excuses. He came from nothing. He and his brothers, three brothers, came from nothing. And uh, no excuses. You make an excuse on the battlefield, somebody dies. And yeah, there's no, there's no excuses. So I was raised in that there's no excuses. There are no excuses. And so people will find a way to make excuses if they have the wrong mindset. They're the right mindset, they make the investment. So I just weed out all the nonsense where you're making excuses. Make the investment. Don't waste my time. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm so glad you brought up the time thing or, or doubled down on it. Because my disqualifier is that I can talk to someone and I feel like if, uh, I'm like, if they're going to waste my time from... If they're going to prevent me from hanging out with my kids, with my sons, and waste my time, then that's the last time I ever talk to them. That's my. That's when it really changed. Is I'm not letting somebody waste my time so I don't spend time with my kids. 
because I know what it's like to not have a dad around. So that solves that problem pretty easily. Love it. Love it. This has been a phenomenal conversation, my brother. Let me ask for anybody who wants to stay connected with you or learn more about how you can help them get their story out there. Where can they find you at? Sure, man. I really appreciate your time today and your questions. You're just, you're just very inspiring. You just, you're just a good guy. Um, you know, LinkedIn, Justin Breen on LinkedIn. I have about 25,000 very high level followers there and used it as a commercial for others. And then the name of my book is Epic Business. So there's no deviation from how I talk to how I write. It's boom, 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 boom. So it's really helped a lot of people. Love it. Well, we'll definitely make sure that we put all those links in the show notes. And just as he said, Dream Nation, you either have it or you don't. You're either going to do it or you won't. But at the end of the day, you know that you have to take action on whatever your dream is, because otherwise that dream that you have will only merely be a fantasy. That's all for this one. We'll catch you on the next one. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you for sticking around. That truly means a lot to me. And hopefully that means that we delivered massive value on this one. If you haven't already, the way that you could say thank you to myself and the team is just by heading over to iTunes and leaving a review and a rating. That's what iTunes loves to see. That's how we get out there even more. And I would definitely, definitely be grateful for it. I know the team would as well. Do me a favor and head on over to dreamnationpodcast.com. That's where you're going to be able to find all of the resources that we talked about in today's episode, as well as more exclusive content. And you'll also be able to sign up to our email list where we have more exclusive content. And we always love to hear the feedback from you all because you're our tribe. So remember, in the dream we trust, we'll see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.